0: closer and closer to names being announced in the 2023 NFL draft being upon us, but not without potentially a last-minute curveball being thrown our way. And depending on what you believe, the internet and Reddit might have everything to do with it. That is going to be the focus of our show here today. Certainly something uh, that has caused Jamie a lot of stress here today. Uh, Overnight, it appeared that out of nowhere, Will Levis's odds changed yesterday. So we woke up yesterday morning and it felt as if the odds had shifted. He was 50 to 1 to be the first overall pick, and then it moved to 20 to 1, and then it moved to 10 to 1. At some points, it was 5 to 1. I mean, this had been moved. Books had taken the odds completely off the board for short periods of time. It was a crazy, I would say, 12 to 14 hour stretch when we were trying to figure out what was going on. Jamie, you have been very busy working on a top secret project, so I have not gotten a chance to get your uh, initial reactions to all of this, so I will start there. What did you make of all of the craziness of these odds seemingly out of nowhere go all the way from long shot at 50 to one to being something that might be worth being interested in at five to one
1: yeah so I I woke up and on Tuesday morning and I saw these massive changes and and the first time when I see something like this I got to go okay what did I miss so I search all the news outlets all the news breakers on Twitter all the whatnot did I miss a report did somebody make a trade did some other piece of information come out or okay that didn't happen um so then i was like okay this is very odd so then i talked to some of my sports book contacts um and i got interesting responses from a couple uh from from one of them and uh, another one asked me what had happened
0: <laughs> oh there you go no love that stuff. love love that so, love when the sports uh, books are asking jamie what the heck went on so
1: like there's a very interesting little dynamic there um uh, you know, there was uh, people – the sleuths were able to uncover a Reddit post about from – I don't know. What was it? SportsGuy549872.6. Oh, hold on. That I'll said, get,
0: let's be fair. If we're going to be accurate in our reporting here, let's get the name. But you can continue your your, your discussion. I'll
1: get the name right if he's right.
0: That's fair enough. I'll get so, his name right here for uh, the sake of the But plus. whatever
1: his go. name was inside, it was the R Sportsbook thread, right, Chris? That is correct. R Sportsbook. That, that Will Levis was going to be the – the pick at number one. Please, and that Levis please, been
0: telling his sale agreeable two eight three four. Please put some respect oh, on the person's the name. Hell Thank you. Out of me. Thank you. You want to read the exact? Do you just want to read? Word I will. What he said. So I will. I will Levis is currently plus four thousand to be the first overall pick. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's telling friends and family Carolina will in fact take him on Thursday. You're welcome. And there you go. But. From some people I
1: talked to is the some money started to come in on Will Levis before right. that was posted.
0: And that makes so, a lot more sense.
1: And obviously, once that was posted, I'm sure there are some people that went, oh, 40 to 1? Yeah, why not? I'm going to throw 20, 30. But like, understand the amount of money it takes to, to move a market, which and, is interesting. Yes. The other element, too, that is worth noting on the other side is, especially in draft markets, all of these books are copycats off of each other. And if one book makes a sharp movement, the other books will follow. But I think it's important to note that, A, how much money needs to come in on somebody f- to have not just a, a movement, but from a 40 to to 5 is a massive, massive movement. And two, the fact that there was money coming in prior to this post, which I can't confirm from people that are actually taking the money,
0: can confirm that that's the case. Sources close to the situation. Interesting. Here's what I'll say to this, Jamie. It never made any sense that a Reddit post... Could drive this level of movement. And I, I've used this example. I used it on yesterday's TDN Daily. I used it in the staff meeting. I will use it here again because I think it's an important um, example to use because people think the internet can fuel things. This is not the first time Reddit has got themselves potentially in a little bit of trouble with being um, uh, market movers, maybe a different kind of market. Yes. Here's the difference the R Sportsbook subreddit, three hundred and forty five, 345,000, it was 344 the last time I checked, so it's growing. 345,000 thousand people wall street bets which was the epicenter the core the nucleus of the run on GameStop and all of the shenanigans during the and pandemic AMC and all that that stuff yes 14 million people in that subreddit that's the difference that's why I am not willing to say that 345 thousand people in a sportsbook subreddit that I am a part of got all together and created this type of movement because the amount of dollars that would have it's needed full, to have been bet essentially you are right. put it in a
1: fraction, right, Chris? It's about one fortieth of the amount of people that were in Wall Street bets.
0: You're telling me that they had almost as big of an impact into the way the quote unquote market looked. I'm sorry, I just can't buy it. What makes more sense to me, Jamie, is exactly what you laid out. Whether it was one big whale or whether it was a multitude of different people coalescing with big dollar bets on Will Levis very late in this process, that started what was a cascading effect. Somebody else picked up on it here. There are probably some people here in this this thread that put dollars on it, but again, uh, what are we talking 25 50 100 200 500 those are not the type of amounts that are going to make a stop uh, a sports book halt in their tracks and say we've got to make a change here I,
1: I would also note that on online books especially for draft markets there is a cap for users. correct of how much you can bet and on a typical 40 to 1 bet it's like twenty. i don't bucks? believe
0: 50 no, bucks?
1: Well, I mean, th- there are some sites that would limit to 25 or 50. Um, you know what? Let me tell you right now. I'm going to log into to one of my accounts. and I'm going to find a 40 to 1 draft bet.
0: Okay. So in the same market. How about I do the, the same, same thing, and maybe I'm using a different sports book than much, you.
1: And how much it tells me that I can I can bet.
0: I have to log into my account. Order. Okay. This is great live Right now,
1: here. that's fine. On a CJ Stroud, which is right now, as the second, is 25 to 1 to be the first pick. I'm limited to $250. Okay. But Anthony Richardson, who's seventy-five to one, I'm limited to two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. So, and I have at times seen up to four hundred dollars on these bets. The reality is, as nobody on these online books for the draft market. This is not like the the whale users for you know the real sharps that are able to bet half a million dollars, to bet five hundred thousand dollars, to be able to bet fifty thousand, like. There are limits, and the limits are anywhere from fifty dollars to five hundred dollars. So, yes, there, Chris.
0: I found a bet for you, my guy. I found a bet. What? There's this is a bet you don't have. There are now, and I these were not on this place. These are. Oh, I
1: saw. Are are you on FanDuel? You I'm on, on the... FanDuel.
0: These popular combos. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I, yeah, no, I no, suck. no. I've got one for you: Darnell Wright or Broderick Jones, first offensive line draft at plus plus four hundred. That's got your name written all over it, my dude. Why? I, I've got I've got
1: Darnell Wright at. I got both those guys at better value than that separately.
0: Man, I don't know. These these this <laughs> might be where all my money goes right here. These combos, rooting for things. I, I don't
1: love the odds on. On I will just say this: the, the these are the combos that are designed to to
0: steal money from people to, like me. Take your yeah yeah okay yeah. that's fine
1: because they're not good values. But that's that's neither here nor there. But. Um, but, but that, that goes to the overall point. Like how many people would then have to make $100, $200, 300 250 $50 bets to again, not shift the market from 50 to, you know, I could see a, a, a sharp shift from 50 to 20 when it gets all the way down to five and we're starting to see books across the board panic a little bit. It's worth noting. Now I will say late on Tuesday, uh, some money started to come back in on Bryce Young, uh, when he, because he got down to I think as low as minus nine hundred somewhere, and I and I put that in quotes as low as as if that is a low bet in any capacity. But um, I saw him sitting between the minus nine hundred and minus twelve hundred in a lot of places, and there is some new money kind of came in on him. So I guess the question is: is now that we've identified the situation, is like what do we think?
0: Well, um, oh, I think this is easy, hundred percent easy. Okay, I'm on. Unwa- I, I am. Okay. I, I am unwavering. Bryce Young is the pick at number one. Unwavering. Me too. I'm not. Moving, I'm not that, moving an inch. But I
1: will say this: I've I've never at any point in this process said it's a hundred
0: percent agreed. But I, I I'm not not wavering.
1: And I do know that the owner and the scouting department likes Will Levis. It, but I still believe, as I said the other day, that I'm ninety-eight percent sure that Bryce Young is going to be the number one pick. Um, As of today, maybe I will change that to 97% sure that Bryce Young is the pick. But I don't think this changes anything. I will not be placing anybody but Bryce Young atop my final predictive mock draft. Same here. Barring something crazy happens between now and midnight tonight on Wednesday when we submit our final mocks to Huddle Report and also release them on the draftnetwork.com. G plug. But I don't think anything changes. Uh, This is fun. I, I like that. There's a part of me that goes, I kinda like that there's at least that one percent shred of doubt that I could pretend going into Thursday to kind of make it a little bit more exciting. Because anything that makes draft week draft night more
0: exciting, I'm, I'm all for Jamie. If the if the Carolina Panthers take Will Levis at number one, it it's so good. It's anarchy. It's absolute like,
1: that anarchy. So
0: you want to talk about the T D and Premium special live watch along that I'm gonna be hosting. We're gonna be it's gonna be chaotic and we'll be five minutes into the show. Need it. Because like that, that puts Bryce on the table at two, and then Houston. that changes everything at four. Like, everything is messed what
1: up. Everything. Cool. Like, I would love it. It would be a lot of fun. That being so, said, don't think it's going to happen. I don't happen. think it's going to happen. But uh, we can dare to believe for another day and a half uh, that maybe this is what's going to end up happening
0: here. Uh, let's talk about Houston, because there's been a lot of conversation about what they might do at two. And there are some people that think... Kind of unrelated, but the odds around Will Levis have been kind of moving a bunch here. There's been a lot yeah. of talk of him potentially being the pick at two and potentially mm-hmm. Houston staying and picking a quarterback. Um, I- I'll speak for myself. I'm not wavering there either. Tyree Wilson's going to be my pick. I think those two guys, Bryce Young at one, Tyree Wilson at two, I'm going to lock in and move from there. Um, Correct. But I'd love if, to hear your thoughts.
1: If a quarterback goes number two, it's because the Texans traded the pick.
0: That is That, 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 that is, is my feeling my... as
1: well expectation um uh, i will say this again or i'll bring this caveat back in barring something unforeseen between now and 11 59 p.m here on wednesday uh i will have bryce young one and tyree wilson two atop my predictive mock draft um i have believed for a little bit now that there's been a momentum shift there are people that cover this is not an inside source that i have with houston but there are people that cover or are close to the team that i have a tremendous amount of respect for that have been trying to tell everybody for a couple weeks now that Tyree Wilson is not only in play, but might be the
0: preferred target for Houston at number two. And a national reporter um, has also backed that up. Yes. Peter and King by the way, the national
1: report. reporter, well, Peter King, but also Lance Zerline, so you who have, yeah. is as close to the Texans as I think any reporter that is presents information is out there. So I, I'm of the mind that this is the pick. I still think they might listen to trades. I still think Arizona is going to listen to trades and you know, Again, I, I've, I said this in my predictive mock from, from earlier this week. I, I do believe Minnesota is going to actively try to get up. Whether they can do it or not, we don't know. Whether they can put together a trade package enticing enough for Houston or Arizona to move all the way down to, to 23, I don't know. But they're going to try. But if Houston is making this pick and they're on the clock and they turn in the little card to Roger Goodell, I think it's going to be for Tyree Wilson's name written on that card.
0: Is that who the card's turned into? It's probably turned into like an assistant who then writes it and presents it with like the pronunciation in the school. And then that a new card gets handed to Roger Goodell. And, well, do, they ha, even, have you, and do they even do cards? It's all virtual now yeah. anyway. No, no, no. They do cards. Okay. I, st- I, I could show you all
1: the cards from last year that they, it's literally, there's a picture of it on our site, Chris. Uh, Thank you for going to the yeah, draftwork.com. No um did you also hear about the the the, uh, the practical joke that Roger Goodell plays on some people every year involving those cards? No, what? So if it's like a celebrity presenter or somebody else, uh, allegedly he would uh, make up a name that was like super hard to pronounce and hand them that card and tell them that's going to be the guy.
0: Like and listen, then watch
1: them freak out listen. until he actually hands them the actual card. Listen, Rog,
0: you don't need to be a jokester, man. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to, You don't need to make this difficult, okay? Yes. Just handing the card and let's keep it moving here, Raj. Okay. No, no need to make it difficult. Also, I also want to imagine,
1: like, I'm sure that's like with a former player or celebrity or something. But sure. I want like to
0: imagine, like, how hilarious but
1: also terrible that would be if it's like he hands it to like a make a wish.
0: Like, don't, yeah, like, don't be funny like that, Raj. <laughs> like,
1: don't, don't be what? doing that. Hopefully, hopefully, that's not the, where he's pulling Have out that. Had- we had to make a wish kid do a pick once, right? The, I didn't imagine this. This the, happened.
0: The Jets have a young gentleman making their first selection on Thursday. I don't know if it's a if a it's a make a wish no, kid I mean, or if it's a charity adjacent thing, but yeah, that I mean, the Jets the Jets are doing that tomorrow with their first pick. So
1: yeah, I I I think the uh, God, there was a one too where I think a team had a make a wish kid or something equivalent, and then traded out of the pick, and the kid never got to make it. Oh, pick.
0: yes, that – that I, I don't remember the exact team, but I remember the story. <laughs> I don't remember that were how, what, the, yes. what it was, yes.
1: but I remember that happening. I went, oh, man, was it yeah. Giants? I, I don't know. I feel like it was I, – I don't know. But um, back on so, back. I'm unwavering. On track,
0: I, I, am un, I am unwavering yeah. in my predictive mock. There's a lot of uncertainty here, but I think for me, one and two are very similar uh, than, than they were at the beginning of the week. It's going to be Bryce uh, Young one, Tyree Wilson two, and then I'll go from there with Arizona. Uh, at three, uh, Jamie, we've got a lot of takes to get to here and a bit of a shorter show today. There's not a lot of news. You and I are both getting ready to travel here in the yeah. next couple of hours. So some crazy
1: time you hear from us will be boots on the ground in Kansas. City, that's Missouri. Right.
0: That's right. With the next show being the breakdown of my predictive mock. If I remember correctly, that is what yes, the show is going to be. That'll be our Thursday show. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so Thursday morning before the draft, Chris is going to I'm going to put Chris's feet to the fire. Yeah,
0: now. I'm really not looking to make him. To it. Yeah, no, no, explain really to me. Who, what, when, where, why, yeah. and how? Don't so don't don't like looking it. Looking forward to that. Don't like it at all. Okay, here we go. We've got a bit of a tattle take. This one first coming from the sports nut, tattling on okay. Dan Orlovsky with a quote from his on NFL Live quote: If the Jets draft well again this year, like they did last year, this is a bona fide Super Bowl contender in the AFC and are probably as big of a threat to Kansas City as the Bengals are.
1: Okay, so let, let let's let's tackle this for a second because obviously this there there are multiple points to be made here. I would like to know how Dan Orlovsky thinks the Jets are going to draft as good as they did last year, considering they picked four ten and then traded back up into the first round. So I I, w- I would really like to know. So yes, if the Jets pick four ten and then also then trade back into the first round, they'll probably do just starters as well, yeah. out of that. Then there's a decent chance that they would they will be in really good shape. Um, but we talked about this on the show yesterday, and, and I think you eloquently made this point. They are still deeper down the pecking order of the of the AFC right now. They are a playoff team in my mind, but I you can't be the fifth or sixth or seventh best team in the conference and be considered a Super Bowl contender in in my estimation. And I don't care who they draft at 13. Excuse you who they drafted. Excuse excuse you.
0: 15, please. 15
1: now. Excuse me. I don't care who they drafted. fifteen. They have
0: to get the deal done in order for that to be the case. But that's currently (laughs) the plan at the moment. But I don't care who they
1: drafted fifteen or who they drafted forty three. It's not going to make them the second best team in the AFC. So I sell this take pretty hard.
0: Yeah, I agree. I sell this take. I think attempting to put them on the caliber of Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati. He didn't even mention Buffalo, but I think trying to put them on that echelon um, is completely misguided as of this point. Could they be there? Sure. If Aaron Rodgers plays like he did in the back to back MVP season, yeah, I certainly think they're going to have a chance. Uh, But I am. uh, I I would sell this take as of right now. Uh, Mr. JPEG has a Wednesday word take for us okay do you have the premium discord open i do not Can but i know you? what this is okay i don't like i it's just caramel like that's just what it is it's caramel yeah, in every in every phase i don't care what type of caramel we're discussing that's how i say it i don't say caramel it's just caramel
1: the only time i'll say caramel is if it's immediately precedes the word corn so you would say caramel corn I- I do not say caramel corn. I say caramel. I don't know why. I don't, have, I don't have a good reason for it, but I would say caramel corn, but caramel everything else. Caramel sauce, caramel macchiato, yeah. but for whatever reason, I will say caramel corn don't know why so don't have a good reason for it
0: i appreciate the listeners of this show we've we had a we had a tattle take about football we had a word yep. take and now we're going to yeah. have back to back sports takes that are not football related so they know that's, that uh, they one know, of these takes is horrible oh horrible. I, I, it, it, yeah it, we're going to get it right out of the way it's from dolphin's craze hot baseball take mike trout is overrated look at his stats he's a great player but he gets a little too much hype dolphin's craze stick to football my guy stick yeah, to football my, my dude that's that's Just, ridiculous yeah. mike
1: trout is a first ballot no doubt hall of fame player uh, is the best player in baseball in this era, uh, in this like last, you know, 10 years era. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Like we're we're, we're I'm not even going to dignify this no. with more of a response. Now,
0: that's, there, that's terrible. Thing. now this is a hockey take. And I will tell you, I haven't been watching a ton of the Stanley okay. Cup playoffs here. But I dabbled in it, but it's draft season Bray, so it's tough Braden says take the Seattle Kraken are pissing me off. And Cal McCarr getting a one game suspension is BS. I don't I don't. I don't know enough about. Yeah,
1: this. I did. I did not see what Kale McCarr did. Why? Um, why
0: are we upset about the Seattle Kraken? A, an expansion team would, finding success I, early should excite everybody. I don't know.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, it is. Uh, I cannot muster up the hockey i love hockey yeah it's draft season
0: though it's just wrap it's, season right it's, now. We're a little it's busy. april 26th yeah. i can't i can't look at hockey right now like i, I i'm thinking about galaxy braining saturday evening night ends to cincinnati saturday evening maybe we can get jamie to watch a hockey game but right now that's that's not possible maybe although
1: if people don't know what the super secret project i'm working on is but put it this way it involves a bunch of names of football players so yeah i mean there's
0: another thing that i'll be thinking about on saturday evening i think i think you'll be clear by saturday one way or the other, I think you'll be clear on your top secret project.
1: No, I'll be th- I'll be thinking about Joe Alt versus Olu
0: Fashanu who's going to be OT. No, don't do year. this. We, you, we we can take a little bit of a break here on the show and not do that. We can discuss the current draft classes before we get you into a Travion that. Travion Henderson or a Braylon Allen guy. <sighs> uh, can 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 we do this? We're going to do this in the summer, my guy. Like we're gonna we're gonna talk about players. We're gonna have plenty of time to do this. Can all we right, not? Can we do right, this class right. first? Uh, we're gonna close with a fantastic food tick. Round of applause for my guy Dolphins Grace. He he terrible baseball take. Oh, okay. So he's gonna redeem himself. But here. redeems himself with what is an excellent right. food take. He says, hot food right. take. Ranch sucks, and it is by far the worst dressing. This is such no, a that, great take. That take. Such a, a great take. Ranch is no, so overblown by the population of, of the world. Those are two different things. The difference between overrated and bad. It's both. It's overrated and bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Give me no. blue cheese all day long. No blue cheese is the worst. No, no, we're
1: the no. We're not agreeing on that. Blue cheese is the worst. I'll, I don't want to eat mold. Tastes like garbage. Tastes like death. Nah, I'm out. You, you're just describing ranch. I don't want blue cheese. I don't want blue cheese crumbles. Now blue, blue cheese. Whoa, whoa. Blue cheese crumbles, cheese crumbles where it's at. No, no. Blue give cheese me blue, crumbles is not where it's at. Give me a blue cheese
0: crumble on the top of my medium rare burger, please. I'll, I'll put it. I'll crumble it right into the trash can, Chris. That's where it belongs. Now he said dressing. Does he mean like like a salad dressing? Yeah, I assume so. Because then we talking salad cause, dressing. Because Thousand Island's the top salad dressing. Thousand Island's also
1: extremely overrated. Jamie, Thousand Island and so, blue cheese are, so we're are, out my, of, are Probably
0: are, are my bottom tiers. So we 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 agree that ranch is overrated. We're out on blue cheese and we're out on Thousand Island. What are we putting on our salad? No, no, no. I, I said ranch is overrated, but not bad. I like ranch. Right, but if you think but it's, it's not, overrated, not, it's what's the S tier? What's the right? So what what do we've got less than left in the S tier?
1: Well, you got Caesar.
0: Whoa, Caesar. Italian. You want to talk about fatty uh, d- seasonings that completely destroy your salad? Caesar dressing. Well, the thick again, I don't, put a lo- I don't put heavy dressings on my salad because
1: if I'm going to eat a salad, it's because I'm trying to eat healthy. And I don't want if I'm going to blow calories, I ain't going to do it on dressing.
0: I'm not going to blow my calories on paste. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want ranch on your... You want ranch. It's the same thing. Ranch is a paste. Oh, I want... Yeah. Give me That's thousand. That's why I don't want to put a lot of it. Give me Thousand Island... Balsamic vinegar trash. Apples. You can put that Balsamic in the vinegar. Balsamic Alright, so that we're in the, all right, so we're on the opposite sides of the You spectrum can put that the in the salad. trash.
1: Like we're completely polar opposite.
0: I mean, this shouldn't surprise you. You're Not a big salad guy. You don't really eat a ton of salads. No, I, I, I figured because it has it's green. It so is. Like- I do like a good Caesar. I do like a good Caesar but it, that I'm not gonna classify it as like a healthy yeah, I feel, option I
1: feel like, I, I feel like you're you're like a you're a red meat or a, a fried chicken guy
0: yeah sounds like, about I right yeah. like that
1: that that's your that's your thing red mm-hmm. meat or it's like you know a good chicken sandwich yeah or, give me a good chicken you know, sandwich a, yeah. a wrap or something yeah, like that that's good yeah, I, don't, too. I don't see I don't see you as a, as a salad guy I don't no, see you as like you an
0: impossible or a black bean burger type of guy no you shouldn't you shouldn't see me as any yeah. of that So that's very good by you but yeah ranch not good Ranch not a good dressing, not a good not a good dipping sauce. I, I see people dip wings no, and I don't, pizza no. and chicken nuggets it's and people, french fries. People, people, oh,
1: people who put their pizza in ranch deserve to be drawn and quartered. Like it's just no, that's gonna be a hot that's a hot take. No, it, you, and I from, you, you, you just nobody nobody in the city is walking with a slice in their hand and dipping it in I, the ranch and, I dare and you. making it to the next block.
0: I dare you. I dare you happen. to walk into a pizza shop in New York and ask, and for, ask a for a cider restaurant. ranch with your slice of pizza. I dare you. We'll see what happens.
1: They'll just say no. Yeah, right. Like they just, they we're all out. Just no.
0: no, sir. Don't have it. Yeah, no. F off. That's going to do it for this edition of uh, the Prospects and Props podcast. Like I said, a shorter edition. Jamie's working on a top secret project. We've got to travel. How do you
1: think – Before to tie this all back in, Chris, okay. how, what do you think Will Levis thinks about ranch?
0: Guy likes mayo in his coffee, so he's probably in the pro ranch camp. Eats a banana with the I peel put, on it. I puts ranch in his tea then? Like, yeah, I don't no. know. I don't know. Potential potential future first overall pick, Will Levis. <laughs> yeah might like uh might be pro ranch. Um uh, that's going to do it for us. We've got a, a great show tomorrow uh, with my predictive mock going through with the blender and then Friday we've got the reaction show. You will get Jamie and I's yep. thoughts. I have I'm just going to tell everybody right now, Jamie and I have no idea when we're going to record that show because everything's we'll going to happen on Thursday, we'll but you will get a show on Friday from us, uh, recapping the first round, uh, and then obviously you've got all the content that's going to come out on the Draft Network social channels, uh, the premium live stream watch-along that I will be hosting. Um, if you're a member of TDM Premium, you got to get the TDM Premium Discord to get the link. If you're already a member of the TDM Premium Discord, don't worry, you'll see the link uh, once it gets posted and we'll have a fun little watch-along uh, while that occurs. So, I uh, appreciate everybody making this show a part of their day. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Wednesday we will talk to you tomorrow on draft day thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube